Hello and welcome to Right Where You Are. My name is Kanyisa and this podcast takes place right where you are, right where I am, wherever I am and whenever. So I move around with my equipment, bringing you along with me into my everyday life and welcoming you into my everyday spaces. So because this is the first episode of the first season ever, I decided that it should take place in a space that is dear to me. This episode takes place in my bedroom, in my childhood home, at my parents' house in Soweto. I thought this would be a good place to record the very first episode because a lot of who I am came to be in this very room. This room holds a lot of my memories, these walls, these floors, this furniture. Right now I'm looking at a wall that is filled with random splashes of paint from the time in my teenage years when I was certain that I wanted to become a fine artist and so I turned half of this room into a studio. And I remember, I think when I was around 11, this very wall, because the walls in here were purple at the time, and this very wall had big writing in permanent marker that I just wrote a whole bunch of random things and quotes that I found cool, and my name and my nicknames. So this very wall holds a lot of just my artistic expressions. I also thought that this would be a good place to record the first episode because in a way, the idea of this podcast came to be in this room. This is because my meditation practice began in this room. I used to sit here on my yoga mat or lay on my yoga mat and I'd listen to the world. I used to listen to both the world inside of me and the world outside of me and that was where I learned that both of these worlds are never quiet there are always thoughts noises sounds running in the world inside but there's always noise and sounds running in the world outside too and mostly because I live in the township and if you know the township or if you live in the township, then you'd know about how our houses are small and our yards are very small and close to each other. And so you can hear a lot of what happens at the neighbor's house. You can also hear a lot of what happens on the road because a lot of people spend time outside. Obviously, the kids spend time outside playing, but generally people too. And this makes sense because I think about the fact that For example, if there's a three-room house and 11 people living in there, none of those people are going to stay in the house together all day long. So there's just a lot of noise here. And I became fascinated by that at some point. At some point, I used to put my phone outside and record all the sounds that happen. I used to record the things that occur, like people walking by, the conversations that happen, like the people who walk by selling rooms or selling vegetables in a trolley. So there's just a lot that happens, and this was where I became fascinated by the idea of ambient sound. Today's conversation is around a concept that has been doing its rounds for some time now on the internet and generally in our culture. 
Today's episode is about taking up space. I guess that's another good reason to record right where I am right now. But we'll get into that a bit later. Let's talk first about what taking up space is. So from a quick Google search, I found this definition. Taking up space is giving yourself permission to make room for your authentic emotions and feelings and boundaries. So this makes sense to me because these are the things that constitute to our being. So basically taking up space is making room for the things that make you you, for showing up in a space as you are holy as all of who you are. So taking up space is occupying space, be it in a physical space or in a perceptual space in people's minds, or maybe in a virtual space like social media. So taking up space is showing up as your authentic self, showing up with the truth of your emotions and feelings and boundaries and desires what you want and what you don't want what you feel what you think and what you believe taking up space is showing up in the fullness of who you are and from a lot of the definitions that i've found about what taking up space is A lot of them have to do with things like standing up for yourself, expressing yourself, being yourself, allowing yourself to be perceived as yourself, and being seen as yourself, being received as yourself. And so a lot of these have a lot to do with yourself. And so obviously then... I asked the philosophical question of what is a self? And I think asking this question led me to realizing how important it is to take up space. So there are many ways to answer the question of what is a self. One way that I like to answer it is with a backronym that I created. This is a backronym I'm so proud of and I literally share this every chance I get to. But the backronym for self, S-E-L-F, a singular expression of life force. A singular expression of life force. So this is basically just the understanding that we are all created by the same life force. But we are all just singular expressions of it. That I am just one individual way that this big life force likes to express itself. An example that I can give to explain this is the example of an oak tree. So you can stand in front of an oak tree or maybe you can sit under the shade of an oak tree. And sure there are many, many, many oak trees in the world. And maybe you can even look at this oak tree and you can't even really distinguish between that one and another one that you've seen. But in that moment, you are specifically sitting under the shade of that oak tree. There is no other that oak tree in the world. And it makes sense even 
geographically and logically because no other oak tree is standing exactly where that one is. No other oak tree is planted in that exact spot, in that soil, with its roots digging down in that direction and its leaves growing up in that specific way. That oak tree is that oak tree, and it is its own special, singular example of life force. It is a representation of life force in its own special way. So it's the same with us, obviously, because there is no other you. You are the only you there is. Right now, right where you are, where your feet are planted in the ground, on the ground, there are no other feet there. There is no other human there. And I'm not sure if oak trees experience themselves as separate individuals, if they experience a self, but we do. And I guess then this is an important part of taking up space because if you are that specific expression of life force then you are meant to be that expression of life force which is why you must express who you truly are and show up in your authenticity this means that in order to take up space we need to be ourselves but how do we do that how do we be ourselves is that even something that we do this makes me think of the quote by Miriam Hasna that says that authenticity is being in such a deep state of surrender and embodied presence that the precise energy needed in every now moment flows through you as you. I really like this quote because it brings in the element of presence. It implies that in order to be yourself, in order to be the authentic expression of life force that you are, you need to be present. But even that, how do you do that? What is being present? How do you do that? And is that even something that you do? So I'll leave those as questions. For now, I'd like to share a bit more about the story of the birth of this podcast. So like I've shared, I was fascinated by ambient sound and I used to sit and record the sounds that occurred here at home. But even when I moved out of home, I lived in an apartment on a main road with lots of traffic noise and it frustrated me, but it also fascinated me. So I'd record ambient sound there too. I recorded ambient sound almost everywhere I went in a taxi, in the car, in the train, at the shopping mall, at parties, almost everywhere I went. So at some point, the recorder app became my best friend. But this wasn't the only thing I did on there. I also started recording voice journals at a point where I thought that sitting and writing down my journal entries was a bit boring and slow. So voice and video journals were the best alternative but mostly voice and from this came the idea to start a podcast but now here's the thing i've had the idea to start this podcast for over a year 
it took me a year to finally decide to execute. At first, it was just a matter of planning and wanting to wait so that I could have my ducks in a row. And then it was a matter of perfectionism, of not wanting to record unless I had the equipment that I needed in order to record and I had learned how to use the software and all of that. But then in this time of waiting and perfectionism and just patience, I guess, in that time, at some point, I hit a point of existential crisis. I had experienced a lot of events all at the same time that forced me to sit with myself and observe myself and ask who am I and then also ask why is it that I am the person who I am. I was sitting with myself and I asked the exact question that I had asked earlier in this episode of what is a self? I also had to ask, what is my self? A lot of the things that had happened that led to this point of existential bubbling crisis came from the fact that I had a weak sense of self. So then it makes sense that I sat and asked these questions. But in asking all of these questions, and a whole lot happened too, and I plan on creating an episode specifically about that called right where I am and how I got here a story about psilocybin twin flames and suicide but that will be later on in this season but in sitting with myself and asking these questions a lot of my creative ideas came to a halt including this podcast because I realized that in order to express myself, I need to know myself. But then I came to a really weird realization that the self doesn't even really exist. That maybe I don't exist. That maybe all of reality doesn't exist. That what if all of this is a simulation? Or what if maybe I've lost my mind and right now I'm sitting in a white room in a mental institution and I'm just looking at a blank white wall and everything that I think I'm experiencing as reality is just a figment of my imagination. What if? And so asking all of these questions then led me to realizing that the self does not exist but then at this time I was also in and out of the psychiatrist's office and the psychiatrist told me that I don't have a stable sense of self now this made me angry because I thought that I had all the answers and I was aware of the fact that the self doesn't exist and maybe that the self isn't stable. So how can I be expected to have a stable sense of self? But then I realized that the psychiatrist was right in the sense that maybe sure the self isn't stable. In fact, I do believe that it's not stable. It's formless and it's it's. It's not solid, but 
I didn't have a stable sense of this self. Because sure, maybe reality is just the figment of my imagination. But at least let me experience this imagination. That sure, maybe reality is a dream. But let me let this dream be lucid. Let me be aware of this dream. And so then I learned from there that sure the self isn't stable it is fluid so in order to sense the self what i need is to be present because the self isn't a stable solid thing that is sure and exists it's fluid and moves it's ever-changing it's infinite and so in order to sense it i need to be present and follow it in every now moment and that is how I be myself it was a long way around finally getting to that point and a painful one but it taught me that I'm still not the best at being present I'm still constantly searching for ways to dissociate but it taught me that a lot of solutions to a lot of things in life simply being present that in order to be alive you need to be present I say all the time that you need to be here to live you know that thing that people say that life is for the living yeah that you need to be here because why would we be here if we weren't meant to be here you know so that's what it took It took me learning how to be here in order to learn how to be myself. I needed to be present in order to be myself. And only then from knowing myself and being myself could I know what it is that I care about, what it is that matters to me, what energy lives inside of me that is asking to be expressed. So I believe that being ourselves, being authentic to the singular expression of life force that we are, is doing the will of God. Because we are the singular expression for a reason. I believe that if everyone was themselves, if everyone was present enough to be themselves, then everyone would perfectly be the puzzle piece that is needed in the world. I had this deep desire to create a podcast. And listen to me when I say it's important that we follow these desires. That any desire you have to take up space or create, follow it. It is the will of God. That it is what is needed in that now moment It's what's needed in the story of human evolution. I had this desire and I put it out there. November 2021, I said, I want to have a podcast. And I didn't realize because God's will will be done. I didn't realize that saying this and putting it out into the universe then attracted it to me. Because all the events that occurred that taught me the lessons that I needed to learn, I attracted those. But even 
I attracted a whole lot of other things like the mic that I'm using right now. It was given to me. The headphones that I'm using right now. A friend of mine won them in a contest. And I know you're listening to this right now. Hi, friend. (laughs) But yeah, I attracted these things to myself. You, you listening to this right now. If you're listening to this at the time that it's being released, then you probably know of this because of my Instagram. And I think in many ways that... Instagram was one of the ways that I was preparing to finally have a podcast. I was preparing and learning how to take up space. And only after some time of sharing some things did I realize that, oh, I was building a community. I was building an audience. So if that's how you found this podcast, shout out to you, homie. Thank you. I appreciate you so much and I love you so, so much. And thank you for making this jump with me of moving from one platform to another. Thank you. And again, I love you. But yeah, I had this desire and I began bit by bit attracting it to myself in beautiful, wonderful, delightful ways, but also in the painful and excruciating ways, because God's will will always be done. So if you have any desires of this nature, anything that you want to create, anything that you believe that you have to say, do it take up space because now i'm at a point where i believe in the possibility of everything i believe that there's plenty 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 of space for me to take up there's plenty of space for all of us to take up i believe that i'm an educator and a leader and maybe i'm i'm like a doctor (laughs) i'm a doctor of presence <laughs> and at some point i'll be a philosopher and i'll publish books and host seminars and films and theater productions that at some point i'll be a lecturer in a university that probably doesn't already exist but the possibilities are limitless and there's plenty of space for me to take up we're often taught to shrink and hide We're often taught to be less than what we are, to not speak our truth. We're often taught to not be ourselves. And like I've explained, I believe that this is very much connected to the culture we have of being taught to not be present. The culture of dissociation and disembodiment. So... This is my message to you to say that you are allowed to take up space. You are allowed to be yourself, that your expression matters, your full expression matters. Know that your expression is desperately and deeply needed here on earth, that it's needed for the story of human evolution. Know that you are home here on earth. You are home in your body. You are home in yourself. Take up space and know that you belong. Know that you are welcome. Welcome to right where you are.